the day of the dead and the souls who are not in purgatory. That's the message I have for you today, ladies and gentlemen. So the day of the dead, what are we talking about? Well, actually, on November 2nd, uh, every year, there's a day that is celebrated called All Souls Day, and it is also known as the Day of the Dead in Roman Catholic circles, of course. Um, I know that there are other uh, denominations that might celebrate this, but I'm not going to get into that. I'm going to deal with the Catholic Church and the Day of the Dead. Once again, I remind you, I am speaking as a former Roman Catholic. Let's try to get a little light on what this day is about. Let's go to Britannica Encyclopedia. It says, All Souls Day in Roman Catholicism, a day for commemoration of all the faithful departed, those baptized Christians who are believed to be in purgatory because they died with the guilt of lesser sins on their souls. It is observed on November 2nd, Roman Catholic doctrine holds that the prayers of the faithful on earth will help cleanse these souls in order to fit them for the vision of God in heaven. And the day is dedicated to prayer and remembrance. Requiem masses are commonly held and many people visit and sometimes decorate the graves of loved ones. So we're getting a little light here on what this day is about, All Souls Day or the Day of the Dead. Uh, New Advent, a Catholic website, has this to say. It says the theological basis for the feast is the doctrine that the souls which on departing from the body are not perfectly cleansed from venial sins or have not fully atoned for past transgressions, are debarred from the beatific vision, and that the faithful on earth can help them by prayers, alms deeds, and especially by the sacrifice of the Mass. So you're getting a little more light on what this uh, day is about, the Day of the Dead. They're talking about theology here, talking about venial sins and so on, mortal sins. And I remember growing up as a uh, Roman Catholic and learning about mortal sins and venial sins. And I, I remember that, that stuff will torment your soul, you know, because you, 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 know, you know you're not perfect. And you say, man, okay, this is a venial sin. This is mortal sin. You miss Mass on Sunday. And I said, man, I'm shot. You know, even purgatory was a long shot for me. <laughs> oh, boy. So that's the Catholic uh, teaching on uh, the Day of the Dead. So let's go now to Catholic Online, another Catholic site. It says, according to Catholic belief, the soul of a person who dies can go to one of three places. The first is heaven, where a person who dies in a state of perfect grace and communion with God goes. The second is hell, where those who die in a state of mortal sin are naturally condemned by their choice. The intermediate option is purgatory, which is thought to be where most people, free of mortal sin, but still in a state of lesser venial sin, must go. So, you know, as I said, you know, growing up, you know, purgatory, heaven, hell, and, you know, I'll be honest with you folks, I, I never heard the true gospel sitting in a Catholic church. I was never preached to. I never heard, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. There was always these preset liturgical readings and that sort of thing. 
you know, was, there was no anointed man in, in the pulpit to preach the word of God that could set the captives free by no means, ladies and gentlemen. NBC News, they had an article that says, here's what the day of the dead means and why it endures as millions prepare to celebrate Dia de los Muertos. I like that Mexicans do not forget our dead said a man in Mexico City, ready to honor his deceased grandparents. So, you know, many well-meaning souls, ladies and gentlemen, in the Roman Catholic Church, don't forget, they say there's close to one billion people in that uh, denomination known as uh, the Roman Catholic Church, Roman Catholicism. So I just wanted to give you a little background on what this Catholic day is about, okay? It's very important you know these things. In fact, when in Mexico, they say that... Uh, these days, like All Saints Day, uh, which is on the 1st, and All uh, Souls Day, which is on the 2nd of November, they say it's bigger than Halloween. So these are big days, folks. And so, you know, sometimes you'll see parades and stuff, people wearing all sorts of costumes, and you'll, you'll see them with uh, those masks and stuff like that. Uh, you know, the, the, the cross, uh, the skull and crossbones and all of that stuff. So, uh, you know, the question is this. You know, is this holiday ordained by God? Is, is it scriptural? What does this ho holiday have to do with the salvation of people who have already died? I'll tell you what it has to do, folks. Absolutely nothing. Nothing. We're talking about people who are dead already, folks. They're dead. There's nothing you can do for them. No, I'm not talking about, you know, when, when uh, Jesus raised people from the dead and so on and so forth, the Lazarus. I'm talking about people, you know, people have been, they're dead. <laughs> they're, they're long buried. They're, they're, they're underground. And, um, you know, as I said, as a former Roman Catholic, purgatory, it's, it's impressed on your mind, you know, as, as if people got a second shot after they die. You know, they're going to be purged in this other place called purgatory. Folks, I've said it once, I've said it many times. Listen to me, please, Roman Catholic, listen carefully. If you truly care for your own soul and, 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 and the souls of your loved ones, your, your husband, your wife, your children, your mother, your father, who are still alive, listen to me. There is no such place as purgatory. The place does not exist. You are hearing from a former Roman Catholic here today. I know. I donated. I purchased mass cards to, uh, to, to pray for deceased relatives and friends. I, I know what it's like to do that. So uh, I'm speaking to you as someone who came out from that system. Listen once again, folks. There is no such place as purgatory. It don't exist. So you are either going to go to heaven or you're going to go to hell. It's too late for those who are dead, folks. So this day, uh, praying for uh, the dead people, uh, the faithful departed is uh, how they put it. If you stop your prayers for the dead, folks. Stop them now. You know, purgatory, purgatory is a, it's a cash cow. It's a cash cow, folks. Think of all the billions of dollars that have come into the Roman Catholic system uh, through this false teaching, this counterfeit teaching of purgatory. I want you to come to know the real Jesus Christ. This is what the real Jesus Christ said after he rose from the dead. And he said unto them, go ye into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved, but he that believeth not shall 
be damned. That's why the gospel is preached, folks. That's why I get on here online and preach to you, because I care for your souls. Because I know that if you die in your sins without Christ, you will go to hell. The time for salvation is when you are still alive. Hear me. You're alive. You're hearing the word today. If you're not saved, you need Christ. You need Christ, ladies and gentlemen, and he wants you to be saved. This is what Jesus said before he died, John 3, 16 to 18. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. For God sent not his son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. He that believeth on him is not condemned, but he that believeth not is condemned already because he hath not believed in the name of the only begotten Son of God. Do you see that, folks? You believe you will have everlasting life. Okay? You don't have to worry about purgatory. You see, you don't have to worry about these things, folks. When you're saved, you, you, you don't worry because if, you, if you're truly saved, first will you be born again of the Spirit. Okay? You read John chapter 3, uh, verses 1 through 9. You must be born again. You read that for yourself. That's your assignment for today. You must be born again. You must be born again of the Spirit. You see that? So that's when the life comes in, folks, all right? This is what Jesus said in John 8, 23 and 24. He's speaking to the Jewish people here, all right? And he's telling them, look, if you don't believe in me, you're going to die in your sins. Listen, and he said unto them, ye are from beneath, I am from above. Ye are of this world, I am not of this world. I said therefore unto you that ye shall die in your sins, for if ye believe not that I am he, ye shall die in your sins. What happens to a person who dies in their sins? They go to hell. Okay? You know, you, you, many of you have probably never heard this type of thing, this preaching about hell. You know, many churches, there are churches, folks, they never mention the word hell. They, they might go as far as saying, that other place. Uh-oh, watch it, that other place. You don't, you don't want to go to that other place. Or how about this? You can end up in a Christless eternity. Uh-oh, Christless eternity. You go tell that to the lost souls in the world. People hate Christ. <laughs> and if you, if you promise them a Christless eternity, they'll be happy. You see? Tell them, talk about hell, folks. You see, that's the way Jesus spoke, all right? So this is, these are things you, you need to know. What could be more important than where you are going to spend eternity? My, oh, my. So let's go here to, now to 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verses 6 to 8. The apostle Paul speaking, he says, Therefore we are always confident knowing that whilst we are at home in the body, we are absent from the Lord, for we walk by faith, not by sight, we are confident, I say, and willing, rather, to be absent from the body and to be present with the Lord. So Paul was on this earth, he was preaching the gospel, but he knew while he was here on this earth that he was not with the Lord. But he says, you know, he's talking about dying. Once you're absent from the body, you're present with the Lord. You'll be with the Lord. That's the beauty of salvation, folks. Knowing that when you die, you'll go to be with the Lord. You don't have to worry about purgatory. Nobody's going to pray you out of purgatory because there is no such place as purgatory, folks. You can't help a person who died already. 
You can't even help yourself by your own good works. Ephesians 2, 8 and 9. For by grace are ye saved through faith, and that not of yourselves. It is the gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast. We can't boast about getting into heaven. Uh, Mr. and Mrs. Goody Two-Shoes, I did the best I could. I donated a lot of money. I did some good things. Well, you know, we, we know when you're saved, you know, the, the fruit of the Spirit, you, you'll be doing things like that. But you can't earn, you see? That's not the way it works. Titus 3 and 5 says, Not by works of righteousness which we have done, but according to his mercy he saved us by the washing of regeneration and renewing of the Holy Ghost. Folks, you need the Holy Ghost inside you. Don't, don't leave this planet without the Holy Ghost, folks. Do it today. Today is the day of salvation. Don't put it off. I've said it before. The devil's today. It's tomorrow. It never comes. He'll tell you, oh, you got time. You don't have time. You could die tonight, folks. If you die without Christ, you'll die in your sins, no matter what your belief system is. Okay? So, let me once again give you some good news from Romans chapter 5, verses 6 to 10. I love these verses, folks. For when we were yet without strength in due time, Christ died for the ungodly, for scarcely for a righteous man will one die, yet peradventure, or perhaps, for a good man somebody even dare to die. But God commendeth his love toward us, and that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us, much more than being now justified by his blood. We shall be saved from wrath through him. For if when we were enemies, we were reconciled to God by the death of his son, much more being reconciled, we shall be saved by his life. That's the greatest news you're ever going to hear in your life, folks. Don't ever forget that. There are rich people, folks, billionaires in the world, they don't know that truth. They die without Christ, they'll die in their sins. Homeless people on the street, they die without Christ, they'll die in their sins. God is not a respecter of persons. So these, that's the greatest passage, <laughs> in my opinion, in the whole Bible. I love it, folks. Why? Because it's, it's, it's the gospel in a nutshell. It's telling us here that Christ died for the ungodly. You know, folks, I'm a, nothing but a wretch that was saved by the grace and mercy of God. You see, that's where you're going to come to the place where you realize you are numbered among the ungodly. That's you, no matter who you are. You are ungodly. And then the good news, folks, is that God commended his love toward you, Mr. and Mrs. Ungodly, and that while you and me were, were sinners, he died for us. And here's the only way that a man or a woman on planet Earth, no matter where you go in this world, no matter where you go, this is, there's one way to be justified before God, and that is by the blood that Jesus Christ shed on the cross. That's it. There's only one way to be justified. That's why he came. That's the purpose of the cross. Your sin will damn your soul, folks. That's right. And that's why he came. So we want to be justified. There's forgiveness of sins available in one place, and it's through Jesus Christ, folks. That's it. So it says, for if when we were enemies, we were reconciled to God by the death of his son, that's the believer now, much more being reconciled, we shall be saved by his life. So a person who puts their faith in the Lord from the heart, they're reconciled back to God. Forget about purgatory. Forget about 
uh, going to mass to, 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 to try to have uh, the justice of God satisfied. It's done. It was done almost 2,000 years ago. Christ paid the price, folks. And he, and he conquered sin and death. He rose from the dead. That's the good news. That's the good news, folks. That is the good news. I'm going to leave it right there. I, I encourage you, folks, don't put it off. You're not promised another day. Even the breath that you breathe, it is on loan to you. Be blessed and have a great day.